0: Hey guys, welcome back to the Man of War podcast. My name is Rafa Conde, and of course, I am a man on a mission here to forge you into the best version of yourself. That's right, for you to be a stronger father, husband, leader, visionary, a man of action, a warrior man who executes at the highest of levels. That's what Man of War is all about. Now, before we get started, I want you to go listen to the last episode being a king in your household, a very powerful episode, received a ton of emails, a ton of DMs about that episode. A lot of men wanted to know more really about how my, how I envision a man as a king in a household. Um, and listen, the reality is that I truly believe that every man should be a king of his empire, of his castle. So I want you to watch that video, uh, whether you want to uh, you can do it on YouTube. You can do it on um, you know, Spotify, on Apple Podcasts, whatever it is. Uh, you'll find it there. So today, and I get a lot of requests about this. And one of the things that I've been trying to do more and more is to open up a little bit more about myself, to get a good feeling. Um, I guess not me get a good feeling, but give you guys a better feeling about who I am because sometimes... <laughs> So many of you really are just (laughs) that you feel like I'm just this attack dog, that it's constantly pointing fingers, that it's uh, maybe a little bit aggressive. You know, I'm constantly butt hurting people and ruffling feathers. But the reality is that I do that because I have coached thousands of men. And sometimes it best, I mean, the, the best way to do things is to wake men up being direct. Wake men up by slapping them in the face, by giving them that harsh reality, that raw reality. But from time to time now, I've promised my team here and and my guys that I'm going to do a little bit more of a relaxed podcast, something a little bit more chill, something to open up more um, about my life and a little bit um, maybe more personable, I guess. So this is going to be my, my attempt at doing this. So I do get a bunch of requests from time to time. Uh, people wanting to know how I built a business while being a full-time police officer. They want to know more about, you know, my background um, and how I built this company, this multimillion-dollar company. And... Bottom line is that I started from scratch. I started from the bottom, and I was doing this, building this company, uh, literally one step at a time while I was a police officer. Now, it was no easy task, and I'm still, I mean, I'm still at it every single day, so make no mistake about it, we haven't reached uh, some type of epiphany here or we haven't, you know we're not at our pinnacle in any way, shape or form. We are continuing to evolve and grow and uh, going international and there's a lot of things here in the pipeline for 2023 and 2024. But it is for a lack of a better word, surreal um, over the last five years where we have come. And many people don't realize that I started this company. You know, as a simple side hustle, as something that I felt um, a calling to do, uh, tremendous purpose and meaning behind building men. Uh, But it all started really um, at the police academy when I started to see um, the cadets that were coming through, especially the younger cadets, just the young men didn't have that warrior spirit. They didn't have that fighting spirit. They didn't have that look in their eye, truly that you can tell that they were capable of protecting themselves and dealing uh, with intensity at the highest of levels. And if you've been a police officer, or at least for a city that is a violent city, is an aggressive city, uh, a busy city, um, you know that the streets can't really be taught in the police academy. Um, So it was my job for over 10 years uh, to get these cadets ready for the streets. And man, you know, I look back and I'm saying that, you know, it was definitely a struggle, um, at times, especially the last five years, um, that I was a police academy instructor. My, my focus was teaching defensive tactics, firearms, and then part of it would be patrol stops and narcotics. And, but, um, And I really enjoyed DT's. I really did. It was hands-on and you could see really the fighting spirit, who had it and who didn't. But anyways, let me start with a few different, uh, with a little bit of a different angle here. So what I did was I broke this down into five different components to help you start building a side hustle. So then you could leave your current job and pounce on something that's meaningful with purpose in your life. Because truly... A man needs that in his life, without a doubt. So here we are. All right, uh, first one is plan and prioritize. Okay, now when we prioritize, the, uh, we have to learn how to take care of the important things first. You know, ideally, we want to have a structure. One of the things that I did in my life was uh, when I started the Man of War podcast, I had a structure, believe it or not here I have my cell phone and I divided this into five different components. All right. Typically I'll have this printed out or whatever, but I was running around today and I just um, had this on my cell phone. So pardon me uh, having this here, but regardless five different components plan and prioritize priority. Number one, let me be very, very clear is prioritize yourself. You have to be mentally, physically, psychologically, and emotionally fit because this side hustle thing is going to take a lot of your time and it's going to extend you. Um, It's going to push you tremendously. So when you go out there, you want to make sure that you are attacking Goliath first and foremost. Make sure that you have a structured plan. And of course, above all things, like I said earlier, prioritize your health. You have to be battle ready for what is going to come and lies ahead of you. All right. Number two, Test your idea. When I first started a podcast, I was very stiff. I was very chronological in my questions. Um, a lot of the conversations were very one-two, one-two, one-two. Um, it wasn't a smooth interview process, especially my first ten podcast. So I was testing different ways throughout to see how this would work, to see how this podcast would come along. Um, and I started to see quickly that the reality was that. It was much smoother, really, when I just kind of spoke naturally. And, you know, my fumbles and tumbles along the way were good. Um, and I let the other person, you know, finish their thought and then come in. And rather than me just, pull po- you know, posing a, a, a question and then he, they answered and then I immediately had another question. So that was a little bit dry at the beginning. So what I like to do is just have a natural conversation relaxed conversation. And I would let really the conversation kind of go down its own path. Um, That's why, I mean, a lot of uh, people that I've interviewed said, you know, you're very unique. You're very different. You don't have all these structured questions. Because I really didn't. I started to see that the more questions that I had, I may write five or six questions and study the person. I give them that respect. But more importantly, um, what I noticed the most was that it, it, this is a very important thing was when I was natural, when I was genuine, when I was transparent, man, you know, you can't beat that. Okay. So that was uh, one of the, you know, my testing ideas. I shifted the way that I did my podcast. Now, also, you know, I shifted around when I started the Man of War and I started the Man of War Crucible and I started the the programs. Oh, man, that, that was, oh, you talk about testing ideas. Building the Crucible was an entire beta for at least three or four groups, testing, testing, seeing what worked, you know, evolving. And we, still, you know, we are still like that. We are still now evolving and testing. And it's a, it's a constant test. But at the beginning levels, you take one small step at a time, small batches at a time. All right, number three, maximize your productivity. All right, now, this is the deal. You have to manage your time. That means you have to break down tasks in little chunks. If you don't do it that way, You're going to be overwhelmed with a tremendous amount of tasks and you're not going to be able to execute at all. You're going to be just slim. So the idea for me when I am building a a, a task format, right, I got five, six, seven, eight tasks that I need to do. We talked about first and foremost, right, prioritizing. So you prioritize what's important first. Then, and this is crucial because remember, this is a side hustle. You have to be working efficiently the more wins that I got under my belt, the stronger and more confident that I became. So divide these tasks into small chunks, then execute and destroy each one at a time. Now, listen, another thing is we are not meant to multitask. Anyone that tells you they multitask and they get everything accomplished to the highest level is full of shit. Okay, you have to focus on one task execute at the highest of level, and then move forward. So one task, execute, kill it, move on to the next. Again, the more wins you have under your belt, the more confident you're going to be. However, I'm going to say this also. If it's a task that's beating you and you're just struggling and grinding and just taking too long on that task, you need to move on to the next one. Come back around later and finish it off. All right, because what's going to happen is you're going to get stressed out. You're going to get to a level where you're just grinding, second-guessing yourself and so on. Move forward and then come back and attack this one a little bit later. Remember, this is not a 12-hour day for you. If this is a side hustle, it might be two, three, four hours a day. So you have to, have to be efficient. All right, component number four. We're going to talk about surrounding yourself with high-value men. This is highly, highly important. The people who you surround yourself with can make or break you. Um, They could specifically, when you're dealing with a side hustle, when you're dealing with something on the side that you're building step by step, you have to surround yourself with great people that motivate you, that inspire you, that hold you accountable, that push you, and that are there to support you. Make no mistake about it. One of the most important things that I started to realize, especially within the Man of War organization, is that my team is super, super, super important, critical, right? The guys that are filming this and and the guys, you know, my creative team, my admin team, my sales team. I mean, th- that's all my coaches, you know, that so important to this man of war organization. Now, where we get into a lot of times is that as the founders, no one's going to care about the company more than you. No one's going to do a better job than you at specific things in this company. It's just not going to happen because it's your company. However, you have to stop micromanaging. You really have to get into a mode where it's more about letting go than it is about bringing in. So to me, especially at the beginning stages, it was extremely, my goodness, extremely difficult for me to let go. Now I've become better at it. I've let go from a little bit from a leadership perspective in the sense that now I have coaches leading the Man of War Society. Uh, I am focused on other things within my, my organization headquarters. You know, a lot of the things that, you know, I wouldn't easily give away before. Now I'm trusting people more. I'm giving them more and more responsibilities and getting that monkey off my shoulder. Because ideally, as you get stronger and bigger, even if it's in your side hustle you still have to start positioning the chess pieces in the right places. Make no mistake about it. Don't wait until you know, you make the transfer from your current job to you know full-time here before you start placing people in the right positions. Don't do that. That was a mistake that I made. I'm telling you the best thing to do is have a few people in place so when you make the transition, you're already running. So surround yourself with the best possible people and of course, uh, build your team. And number five, I know we spoke about it regarding prioritizing your health um, in the first component, but I'm gonna say this. This component has to do with your overall health, physical health and mental health. If you're gonna take on a side hustle, you need to be prepared to take it on mentally and physically. It is going to drain you if you're not in a good physical shape, in good physical shape, you're going to feel it. If you're not in good mental shape, you're going to feel it. So for me, one of the things that happened, especially when I was running this uh, you know, man of war as a side hustle, oh man, are you kidding me? You know, I I would get overwhelmed. You know, I wouldn't have time for anything because literally I was working 12-hour shifts um, as a cop and then 12-hour days um, you know, in man of war. And the way that it was, basically, I would have four days on, four days off, four days on, four days off, but they were all back to back. So it would be continuous. There would never be any days where I had off. It was overlapping day by day by day by day, zero vacation, zero downtime for over a year and a half. People don't realize that. And a lot of times you get so caught up in that world of just business and building and building and working that um, you forget to eat healthy and you forget to, or not, not really you forget, you just kind of put it in the side burner and you're like, you know, that's not a priority now, but make it a priority. I right now, as it stands, as I speak to you, I am making my mental health and my physical health a priority. Um, that is something that I am going to be very, very highly focused on from here on in. What I have felt has been that, um, you know, lack of energy, um, sometimes a lack of focus um, and really just feeling shitty when you get fat and sloppy and, and just gross, right? It's, it's a bad feeling. So keep that in mind. Get your head out of your ass. Start sharpening your mind, your spirit, sh- sharpening that blade, okay? Because you're really going to go into battle. A side hustle is not something you take lightly. That is, of course, if you want to make it a real company that you want to then transfer from wherever you are now into the world that you are building. Now keep in mind, that transition is one of the most it's one of the most difficult ones really for a man. Um, because what happens is the man has the certainty of a paycheck over here on the right, but then over here on the left, even though he's built this, he knows he's jumping from here to there, kind of like to the unknown. So when I made my transition about a year and five months ago, and I literally hung my badge, knowing that I, that was a take-home paycheck, insurance, everything, right? Um, jumping to this world, that was it was even though this company was already set and it was growing, and we had employees, and it was um, still it was a little bit nerve-wracking, you know, going for 18 years working as a police officer and then shifting to this, right? When I went from a Wall Street broker to a cop from a $500,000 a year salary to $38,000 a year salary, even though that transition was horrific because it was, oh, my God. I mean, that's another story. That's for another podcast altogether. Um, I still had a baseline, meaning that there was still, I knew that I was going somewhere that I was going to, you know, by the time you had the insurance and my, my family was taken care of from that perspective. And I knew that no matter what, I can develop different side hustles on the side to kind of bring some extra money in, even though it took some time. You knew you were getting a solid paycheck and, you know, you would have increases every year and so on. But when you are coming out of a steady job like that and moving out to the unknown world where you are carrying that weight, oh man, that's a, that's a, that's a different world, even altogether. So it takes courage, no doubt about it. And you as a warrior-minded individual, you will absolutely exhibit that courage. So you're going from this safe job here to this unknown world, and it is a difficult jump, no doubt about it. But if you exhibit courage as a warrior-minded man, you will win and you will be successful. You will be victorious. All right, my brothers, listen, if you're enjoying this podcast and you really love this world of developing a warrior mentality, living by the warrior spirit, embodying the warrior spirit, walking this warrior's path, right? Now, what I'm going to ask you to do for me is this, youtube.com forward slash man of war. We are bringing you a tremendous amount of content on YouTube, all right? If you're watching this on YouTube, thank you share the hell out of this video, you know, smash that subscribe button, turn on the notification bell. You know what to do. All right. We need more men to listen to this message. Number two, give us a follow on our Instagram account. It's at man with two R's. All right. And finally, if you are interested in really making a change in your life, like a real change and getting around the most elite men in this planet, strong fathers, husbands, leaders, visionaries from all walks of life, I want you to go to Man of War. that's dot crucible.com. I want you to submit an application and get your ass into one of these programs, into one of these groups, so I can meet you face-to-face. And when you cross that finish line, entering the most powerful brotherhood in this planet, the Men of War Society. All right, my brothers, until next time, Your life may be challenging and full of dangers, but never, ever retreat. Your last battle may be your greatest victory.